The artist's brain is an independent variable. When brought into the everyday world, their senses find meaning in even the most mundane observations. The reaction must only be told by the artists themselves. I'm Loverboy, and this is an experiment. Today's guest has had the opportunity to travel the world, start a band that has found incredible success in such a short period of time, and has still found the time to become one of the top rising producers in the game. Please welcome one of the nicest and most well-rounded people that I know, Noah Taylor. Thanks for having me. How are you doing today, man? Doing good. I'm hanging out here. Yeah, well, it's great to have you by the studio. So today, the podcast is about the people you surround yourself with and how they influence, you know, your art and the way that you go about your career. As somebody who has seen the world at such a young age and had the opportunity to meet people all around the world and see different cultures, how would you say meeting all these people has changed the way you interact with your art and and the way that you go about your, your career? Well, it's certainly changed the way that I interact with the world and it's certainly changed the way that I think. So that by default is impacting the way that I create because I'm thinking about creation differently. Um, I think maybe the coolest thing about, or, or maybe the most important thing about surrounding yourself with a lot of different kinds of people um, with a lot of different backgrounds is that you learn there's no objective cool. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really, really important because I think when you spend a lot of time creating a certain group of people, there becomes this, in my opinion, a misconception that the, the, these sounds are the sounds and these tones are the tones. And if your music isn't falling within this guideline, then it's not good. And I think that this way you have a more diverse palette of what you like. You approach things differently. Surrounding yourself with people that have a different idea of what is the objective cool allows you to make things that are cool in different ways. It broadens what you know as as okay to do. You know, when, when you're starting, there's so many rules that I don't necessarily think you have to know all the rules, but it sure as hell is a lot easier to break them when when you know what to break. And it, it changes depending on where you're at or who you're with. You know, you're with a group of people that like one genre and have been producing a certain way, you know, but maybe changing your group and changing your surroundings will help broaden different different channels and different ways from getting from point A to point B. Is there any places that you've traveled to specifically that you feel like you've gotten a lot of inspiration from? Um, I spent a lot of time in Mexico, and I think that created my love for reggaeton, mm-hmm. and that is... That influences a lot of the way I like my drums to hit, the samples that I choose, um, the 808s that I choose. Um, I absolutely adore cumbias and like nylon string guitars and like I will work those into and cabasas and like anywhere that I can work those into like a pop song and those rhythms into a pop song, I will find a way whether or not people are aware of it. Um and so that certainly influenced a lot of how I work and the decisions that I make. Well, and not only are you a producer, but you're a piano player. And maybe before everything else, you're, you're a writer, you're a, you're a songwriter, you're a storyteller. Would you say that all these experiences have helped you have a larger palette to write about, more stories to tell? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, songwriting for for me, that like I said, there's no objective for me, but from where I sit, what works for me and what makes me feel like I'm writing a good song is a song that is that I feel like tells a story. It doesn't necessarily have to be my story, but it has to tell, you know, a really compelling story, and it's a lot easier to write compelling stories when you're living compelling stories. You have not only had the opportunity to produce on your own and for your own project, but you are now in a band right now called 19 and You, and you've also been producing for many years for artists literally around the world. Would you say that those different circumstances, having having the difference between getting to work on your own, getting to work with a band, and getting to work from somebody else's perspective, has helped kind of keep you a little bit more open to ideas? Yeah. At the end of the day, my job as a producer, I have I have taste and I have knowledge and people are bringing me onto a project because they want my taste and my knowledge. But I don't assume that my job is to impart my taste and my knowledge. My job is to be a guide and to create um, and be a conduit for, for, for someone else's vision. And my job is to help somebody else get from point A to whatever point B in their head is in the best way possible. I don't consider it my job to enforce my taste onto something unless they want my taste on something. And sometimes people come in and they think that they want my taste on something and I put my taste on it and they go, "Mm, that's not what I was thinking. And then we take a step back and we make it what they want it to be because at the end of the day, it's their art and I'm here to help shape it how they envision it. And I think the best songs are the ones where they have a vision and it gets sidetracked by the fact that we have different tastes mm-hmm. and it ends up being this whole new thing that neither of us really thought it would it was going to be. At the end, you're like, whoa, we have this song that neither of us thought was going to sound this way. You've definitely surrounded yourself with as many great opportunities as possible. You surround yourself with with the opportunity to produce on your own. You put yourself in a band, which not only do you get to work with other minds and have people that have a similar goal, but maybe finding different ways to get there. And you, you work with people that know what they want, but it's your job to help them figure out what they don't know how to do. And it seems like for, for any kid out there who's coming up and anybody who wants to be in a similar position as Noah, the more positions you're in to learn from other people, to have as much experience as possible, whether you're the worst person or the best person in the room. Yeah. And don't assume you're the best person in the room. If you're not the best person in the room, you're probably in the best room In the possible. best room you can be in. Yeah. yeah. You're, you've always been really good at not only... Are you confident when you're confident, but you're also so open to learning different ways of approaching different situations? Where do you think that came from? How do you think you got so good at being open to other people's ideas and energy? I honestly think it comes from the way I was raised. I think it comes from my parents. Uh, My family never had a structure of real authority. We never had any kind of like hierarchy within the family. Um, you know, obviously my parents were my parents and they were, you know, took care of me and responsible for me and my siblings. But at the end of the day, you know, things were family decisions and I was always spoken to like an adult and I was always given a seat at the table and I was never, uh, there was never uh, an opinion that I had that was out of place or unwanted. Um, And I think that instills a sense of willingness to hear from others because I felt heard. Awesome. I mean, that seems like a, it, it definitely worked. 
you, you've got a really good outlook on just about any situation that I've been a part of. Um, and I can imagine it's the same when I'm not there. Um, I try to. Yeah. I don't always. Yeah. I, do, I don't always, but I, I, I try to. Still human. We're yeah, still human. We are. So I want to know who who inspires you? Who do you look up to? Who along these years has been good people for, for you to, to learn from, whether that's physically in person or maybe just through video or through song? Who are some people that you're really digging? I mean, I look up to my parents. <laughs> Heck yeah. First off, respect. Um, I really admire um, John Gilmore. He's an engineer who was, I think he was Mike Crossy's assistant for like the early 1975 records. And he, I, I've like watched him over the years branch out from going from like Mike Crossy's assistant to just like superstar producer engineer on his own. And I feel like everything that I've watched him touch sounds insane. Just insane. Like everything he does is insane. Um, I learned so much listening to the stuff he does and the stuff Mike Crossy does. Um, I think they're they both make amazing, really solid, interesting records mm-hmm. um, that sort of fall outside the landscape of what you would typically consider pop. I am a huge fan of Jack Antonoff. You know this. Yeah, and I also just like love pop music. I just listen to a lot of like I don't I can't say that I listen to a very diverse range of music, to be completely honest. Like as a listener, I'm pretty limited in my in my taste but i do consume a lot within that genre who are some artists that you're listening to right now that you like their production or or where they're going with it um muna and i think i think their their producer is in the band i think i i apologize if i get this wrong i think her name is naomi campbell i think her last name's cam i know her first name's naomi and so so fucking good I want to work with her so bad if she, for some reason, stumbles across this. I want to learn from you. I will just sit and watch and just, I'll know nothing. I'll just be a sponge. Just tell me how to make music like you because it's sick. Hey, just put it out there, Naomi, if you're hearing this. Call Noah. Call me. Um, Who else you listening to? Um, I'm listening to her a lot. I'm always listening to what the Choice of On Project is doing. The new Pale Waves record killer really good obsessed with it i don't actually know how new it is at this point but phenomenal record um totally completely obsessed with it um what else is really good right now i listen to a lot of those i I feel like those two projects are the things that i'm listening to the most the pale waves record and the moon record right now um and the last the last phoebe bridges record punisher is on is there anything that in these records you're hearing that you're liking the way the genre is going? Anything that's coming up that you think is going to be storytelling? Storytelling. I think storytelling yes. is back. That is storytelling so is nice back. to hear. And and st- and I'm gonna call it because I grew up on country music. I'm gonna call it country music storytelling because that's what it is. People are starting to write real country songs with pop hooks mm-hmm. and pop production. And like, and not even pop production, like alt rock pop production, and I'm so into it. I love that people are starting to tell really specific, authentic stories, and putting like 808s and decap samples behind them. Like, I'm all about it. What have you been doing lately to find inspiration? Because you you spent so much of your life traveling, and you spent so much time going from place to place around the world. And now you're in LA 
and you're, you're doing your thing and you're killing it, but what are you doing to stay happy? What are you doing to stay okay in between when, when travel used to fill it? It's really, it's honestly really difficult. I can't say that I'm being great at it at the moment. Um, I, I wish I was being better at it. Um, there aren't a lot of things. I love to cook. Cooking grounds me. It resets my focus. I get a lot of inspiration from doing that. I walk a lot. I will take a break every single hour and go on like a 30 minute walk several times throughout the day. Um, and I fly back home where my family lives to Colorado constantly. I will go do that for three days if I need a reset. Um, easily. And, you know, I don't think it's bad to imitate. I learn so much by imitating people every week, by listening to the records that I like and seeing how I can get the same sound. Um, and then now once I know how, that, how to get that sound, I'm like, okay, now how can I get that sound on something else? How can I, you know, apply that to something new? And I'm an engineer at heart. Like, before you know i'm a, i'm a i'm a writer and i'm a producer and i'm also very much an engineer and so i'll you know the, i think the thing right now is like preamps and turning knobs and dials yeah. and outboard gear and the physical touch. i wish i could have like a console in front of me and you know i'm i love drum tracking like that's that's something i found a real passion for and um so that inspires today. me yeah exactly so lastly just to start wrapping this up you're young You've done a lot, and clearly you've you've not only done a lot, but you've done a really good job at keeping yourself physically and happy okay during it all. What would you tell to a kid who's growing up right now who wants to be in your shoes? What would you tell them, whether it's via their music or just being a, a happy human being? What are some tips? What are some tricks? Oh, boy. Call your mom. Call your mom. <laughs> call your mom. That First and foremost, call your mom. Call your grandma. You know, talk to your family. Don't underestimate the importance of family know your worth, you know, work your ass off, work for free, get in rooms, do things for just royalty, say yes to every opportunity in the beginning, and then know when to break that. Know when to break that. And don't be afraid to charge your rate because people will pay it. You know, you know, don't, don't be absurd. Don't be greedy, but like, look at what people around you are doing and realistically think to yourself, like, you know, am I worth what, you know, the competition is and charge yourself appropriately because, and, um, when you don't have to, don't take projects you don't love and drop projects that aren't fulfilling you. You heard it, people. Be good to yourself. Do what you got to do to get to where you need to go, but, but do it in the best way possible. Do it with the biggest smile like Noah has right now. Thank you so much for being here. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast and having you as a friend and to everybody listening. I'm Noah Taylor, and this is an experiment. The experience is the experiment.